Want to make a podcast? Use Anchor. Anchor is a platform that will help you record, edit, add music and transitions to give your podcast the most professional feel possible. And that's not all. Anchor will also distribute your podcast to all major streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Anchor, your one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. Hello and welcome back to the Sam Matt Antics podcast. He's Matt, I'm Sam. He's a man who loves a bread sauce with his roast dinner and I've never, I've never tried it and that's just the way it is. Well you're missing out and uh, <laughs> thanks so much uh, to everyone who is returning. Um, we are here for episode two and mm-hmm. um, before we go any further I think we would both like to just take a minute to say a massive thank you to all the kind comments and feedback we have received on the first episode. We we really do appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. We've been inundated with messages from you guys. And from the bottom of our hearts, we're so, so grateful. If you like the podcast, please keep getting in touch. It, you've honestly made mine and Matt's week. Indeed, indeed. Right. Well, uh, I don't know about you, so far, but I feel a bit, bit deja vu over here. It does, it does feel like we've recorded a podcast before this week haven't we um that might be because we, we did we didn't uh, try as you, as some of you saw on uh well my social media and also the the um the podcast instagram we actually sat down to record on thursday night however the topic that we ended up talking about uh triggered um matt a little bit is that fair to say it, it did occur. Um, yeah, we uh, decided to dabble ever so slightly into mental health and particularly men's mental health. And um, I just had a bit of a, bit of a breakdown, Sakura, didn't I, really? Yeah, oh, it gave you a good uh, chance to use the skills I learned from my college course in mental health first aid. So All eight pages. <laughs> all eight pages that I've read, which is why you got the same thing over and over and over again. <laughs> No, I did appreciate it though. That's the main thing. And uh, so, I've I think we both very quickly decided that that was not the best material to put out. Yeah, there was two hours worth of tarnished, um, tarnished content. I think is the right way to put it, isn't it? And definitely, and nobody really wants to hear me having a breakdown, do they? Not even Sam really wanted to hear it, but he had to do, he had to put up with it, didn't he? So, always here for you. Always here for you. So, uh, so yeah, that was uh, the reason we're we're going again. Other than that, Matt Dyer, how have you been this week? Um, well, I believe last week I used the expression or an expletive followed by awful. Um, yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm happy to report to you, Sir Robert, that yeah. this week, Ooh. not a lot has changed. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, I am spending this weekend with my family down on the south coast mm-hmm. and Therefore, instantly feeling a bit more refreshed. A bit brighter. And, uh, yeah, um, we, we go into next week as a whole new whole new week. Anything can happen. That is. So, uh, there we go. So, Kova, how the devil are you? Well, well, Sausage, I'm doing all right. Um, I think I didn't realise just how much I was limping through the week to get to the weekend because I crashed um, 
I did crash quite hard today. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's been good. Started my college course, applied it within two days of starting it. That's always a good start, isn't it? Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And I think it'll be good for me to do over the next coming sort of three months. Um, yeah, and the podcast response, obviously, that was something that we we loved. Um, so, yeah, yeah it's been you so early on either, did we? No, uh, we were joking about being happy with what five people was it or ten people, and um, we, we're now, we're now we're, internationally listened to. I mean, our first week. we've our voices have been played in the Philippines. Like, are we? Like, someone pinched me because it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. People, isn't it? Um, and and once again, we're we're so thankful to everyone who's listened and and given feedback. Um, so yeah. Thanks again. Now we're going to dive into a, a segment that I like to call Angry Man Reviews. And to who is this angry man? I hear you ask. Well, we're going to go in with uh, the most angry man I know, Matt Dyer. Take it away. Hello. It's me, Matt Dyer, the angriest man that Sir knows. And um, yes, yeah, so. I've actually got two things this week that I want to bring up. Um, now, the first one has made me very angry, especially today. Um, this actually only happened within the past 48 hours. Um, and it's a combination of complete and utter imbecilic halfwits and the twats, other aggressive words are available, um, that are the media in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um so for listeners that are outside of the UK who may not be aware, the, the UK currently has a shortage of HGV drivers. Um, I believe, so correct me if I'm wrong here, um, that it's due to do, it's due to Brexit. And yes. Um, probably COVID is being blamed in it somewhere as well. Let's is, it's definitely due to Brexit um, because what they're doing to combat it is to now give the European drivers temporary visas to come over and drive lorries for us um but yeah uh, yeah exactly uh this has meant that across the uk there has been a few a few supply chain issues um with a few things um however the latest thing um because of the shortage of drivers um is that fuel stations across the country cannot get deliveries of fuel from the refineries yeah. to the forecourts because there's not enough drivers um now also just to make a point before I go into this, um, there isn't a shortage of fuel in the country. No, it's solely the fact that fuel stations haven't been able to have their full schedule, if you like, um, of deliveries for the last few days because they've not had enough drivers to, to cover it. Yeah. Um, now, I believe originally it was just affected to two parent fuel companies. So you had BP um and exxon mobile is it exxon mobile uh, yeah and i think they own esso and also some of the tesco station uh, fuel stations yeah now sakura how mm-hmm. how do i put this politely um why is everyone in this country no oh, sorry that's unfair not everybody but why is there a certain number of individuals quite substantial a percentage of the population percentage of the population in this country complete and utter morons 
panic panic buying let's be honest is the most ridiculous greedy self-centered thing that has ever graced our shores in my opinion no that's fair um across the country at the moment we have people that have are queuing sometimes hours to fill their car the van the whatever vehicle they've got to the brim you won't believe this circle but i've also seen a couple of images on social media yeah. of people filling their vehicle and then filling five or six jerry cans oh, at the same time yeah i've seen that as well um do you know what the cause of this is that'd be the media that wouldn't it it is the media the media are scaremongering every day whatever the subject they can find they will create a headline that causes such a i'll say interest because i can't think of the word no that's that's fair i mean i was after you mentioned that you wanted to do this topic i obviously did a little bit of like research and just see what was out there um and the thing that got me was i, I saw an article from the independent and it literally said uh, yes i am name and shaming the independent literally said bp forced to close petrol stations the yeah. truth is bp temporarily shut petrol stations yeah there's a there's a huge difference it's just the word forced it just as soon as you see force you think oh god you know when it was actually a temporary shutdown of is the truth yeah it's just ridiculous the, the problem is as well is again this is just a percentage um of the public they're sometimes so naive and set in their ways that they listen to this scaremongering mm. and then decide that they must get as much out of it as they can so that they are covered. Yeah. It was the same at the beginning of the COVID pandemic in the UK yeah. with uh, food supplies and toilet rolls. God, don't talk about like that. Well, exactly. It's, it's just generally pathetic and so infuriating. Um, now, so as you know, mm. I work for a pharmaceutical logistics company. Yeah. Um, and we had all our drivers come back to the depot on Friday afternoon, not being able to fuel their vans because the fuel stations are now borderline empty because they have got no fuel left because everyone's been panic buying it. Yeah. Um, they've just devoured the lot, quite honestly. Um, does this now mean that we're going to get to Monday morning? And our customer service team are going to have to contact clients and patients and say, oh, I'm really sorry, we can't deliver your life-saving medication because all our vehicles are empty and we've got nothing to fill up with. You know, and I, I believe it'd be the same in you're in the in the shipping industry. Yeah, um, I mean, we're already we're already kind of feeling it because, you know, if it's a simple transaction, so. If I say to someone, yes, can you deliver this container, then you'd expect like a, oh, yeah, yeah, we can do it this date, this date, this date. If I say to someone, oh, um, can you deliver this container in three days' time? We're being told by the hauliers or the drivers, no, um, we don't really want to go from Southampton to um, Birmingham. We'd much rather go to um like salisbury you know they want to they, they're picking a shorter shoes. distance yeah. yeah yeah um now here's a question for you so well not a question to you but this is how i've been looking at it today okay. so all these people that are going out 
and doing this, how would they feel if they had a family member um, that, God forbid, had a serious accident, either at home or, you know, out on the road, and they're told, sorry, we can't get to you because we've got no ambulances because they've all got no fuel. Yeah. Um, and it's not just that. It's the same with any emergency services. You know, if your house is on fire, sorry, you can't put your house out. Of, we can't extinguish the flames yeah. of your house because we can't get you. Now, I mean, let's be honest, fire engines are going to take a hell of a lot more fuel than an ambulance. Yeah. Um, I would imagine. Of course. Um, it's just it's just ridiculous. Uh, now, Sir you won't know this because I prepared this last minute. Okay. I actually asked a work colleague um, about how he felt mm-hmm. about the situation earlier. Um, and I'm going to insert now a we've got our first voice note. Um, our first one, one, of our, excellent. one of my work colleagues. Excited um, for this. Come who, on. Who is going to give us his view on the let's call it the fuel gate situation. Here's my take on panic buying for fuel. The media are telling people we're going to run out of fuel. Yes, we will run out of fuel because people are panic buying it. The fuel stations run out quicker. That's the only time we're going to run out of fuel. This country has got plenty of fuel. It's probably we haven't got enough drivers for this. But we'll cover it. You know, like... um, when the fire stations went on strike years ago and they got the green goddesses in, we'll cover it. You know, we'll solve this problem. We're not going to solve the problem by people panic buying. So whilst people are panic buying for fuel and fuel stations run out and then they don't get the delivery till the following day, those people who are panic buying, I can guarantee they're going to need an ambulance. Now, you know, it doesn't take a genius to work out. Ambulances need fuel. If they can't get the ambulance to these people, then the public are at fault for this. And then not only that, the media are at fault for this. They need to explain it a bit better or failing that the media need to tell the truth. Oh, thanks to Sean, uh, one of my work colleagues there, for sharing his views on us there um, with the whole your situation um now i don't want to rant on it about it all evening so cora um Fair enough. Yeah. but i mean it's just it's just so frustrating that something like this happens and yet again people just the greed and self-centeredness of people as long as they're okay that's fine they, they don't think about anyone else that might need it um so I just want to end really, and you know, and just highlight the fact that there isn't a fuel supply chain issue because there's plenty of fuel in the country. Yeah. It's just that there's not enough drivers to move the fuel to the the stations. And the problem we've got now is because everyone has gone out and bought so much, there's now going to be a longer delay in getting supplies back to normal because yeah. everywhere is out. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. really annoyed me this week. So I apologise for my. No, I don't apologise. <laughs> um, I just want to round that off as well, just to say I I have one rule in life mainly, and it's um, don't be a dickhead. So how about yeah. we keep to that? That'd be quite good motto, a good isn't thing. 
Yeah. Um, but I, what else has annoyed you this week? Well, Sikor, I thought that um, because this one was quite a, the fuel situation was quite a serious one, I thought mm. we'd go for still something that annoys me slightly, yeah. um, but a little bit more lighthearted. Okay. If you, um, so I don't know about you, but if I'm, let's say, patrolling the, uh, no, patrolling is the wrong word. What are you but patrolling? If I'm looking through Amazon to find whatever I need or simply having a browse. Yeah. Um, if I'm not sure on a product, I will go and read the reviews, see what everyone else is thinking. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but there's actually a, a question and answer. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Um, which basically, if you have a question about the product, pretty self-explanatory, the people that have bought it can then give their answer or their feedback. Um, That's to, such quite a helpful like tool into that is the key word helpful now unfortunately some people are idiots okay yeah now i recently bought a a belt um bought the belt for my granddad's funeral actually which was a month ago today actually the 25th of uh of august okay Uh, now it's only it's literally a month old um, and on, unfortunately already it's falling apart and is fairly awful oh, okay. um, so i went back on amazon to see if i could find a what the process was with with refunds and returns and you know if i could get a replacement or whatever and of course you don't expect a belt to wear down after a month exactly exactly um and it wasn't i'm not going to say it was i mean it was it was fairly expensive for a belt i mean i don't actively buy belts very often to be honest with you but you know we're talking some pounds were spent yeah on this item. um so thousands of pennies were spent on this item. <laughs> thousands of pennies were spent so because i couldn't find anything on refunds or returns or anything like that i thought oh, i wonder if anyone else has had similar issues and this is actually where i picked up this topic from so yeah. i'm going to read you the question that was asked by somebody else on the the actual belt that I bought. This is actually the listing on that bit of Amazon. Amazon. Okay. okay. So the question was, just received my belt. This is fake leather. Why is it listed as genuine leather? Okay. So you'd be expecting now a nice reply to give them the answer they need. Okay. Yeah. You'd be wrong. So cool. Because somebody, I'm not going to name names on this because that would be unfair, mm-hmm. but somebody has taken it upon themselves to give the following answer, Sakura. Okay. okay. Sorry, we have not got it out the package yet. Not used it, so we can't help out. I'm sorry. Someone, instead of opening the product that they had bought from Amazon, decided to jump onto the question section to give feedback yeah on amazon to announce the fact that they hadn't opened the what uh why it's basically a self-help situation where they have decided that rather than just not commenting to because the fact they haven't actually used the product yet they're literally going to comment i don't know i've not used it so this will make you laugh so then i thought i wonder how many of how often this happens 
So yeah. I um, spent literally a number of minutes looking through different Amazon items. Thousands and thousands of seconds. I wouldn't even say thousands. I wouldn't even say hundreds because I found some real gems in about 30 seconds. Oh, okay. So I'm going to read you. I've got three answers to the same question here, Sokoba. I think you're yeah. going to I think you're going to enjoy them. So the question here is, can this TV be mounted to the ceiling <laughs> so I can watch it in bed? Oh, for God's sake. I mean, how lazy do you have to be? But OK. So what I'm going to do here Sokoba, is I'm going to read each answer. Uh, bear in mind, again, they're, they're the three different answers, but it's the same question. OK. Can I, or the question being, can I mount this TV to my ceiling like the moron I am? Yes. Okay. So the first answer here, <laughs> if I start laughing, I'm sorry, because these are just so stupid. <laughs> no, this is an LED TV. It isn't designed to be positioned flat. The liquid for the TV will spill possibly <laughs> into your mouth while sleeping if you install it in the ceiling. I was told that LED tastes very bad. <laughs> That's actually a helpful question, a helpful answer to a stupid question, rounded off with comic brilliance. I mean, you thought that was good so far. The second one is also pretty good. Okay. Yes, it was designed for specifically this type of viewing. Also, it is sold with a toilet that mounts under your bed so that when you crap while in bed, <laughs> you will never be able to, you'll never have to move again. <laughs> and this one, this one is an absolute gem. Okay. Uh -huh. um, so just to remind you, question, can this TV be mounted to the ceiling so I can watch it in bed? Answer. This was seven months ago. I have done this three times. Each time it comes crashing down on us while sleeping. The good what? news, despite the death of three wives, I keep getting younger ones <laughs> without the legal hassle or child support. I, I highly recommend ceiling mounted, but just ensure that you are having a midnight snack when they fall. <laughs> just incredible that's brilliant i've actually got a few more here so um okay. of this kind of highlights what i was saying originally whereas if you haven't used the product and you've got nothing to say on the matter that is potentially helpful yeah. just just don't say it makes sense yeah okay so yeah i've got, got a few here so so question here can you run android apps on this chromebook answer not sure. I haven't tried it. Really? Question. Can it handle Minecraft? Answer. I don't know. <laughs> Question. Does this laptop support, and then it's some kind of um, product name for a Samsung. Um, answer. So sorry. I don't know enough to help you. The best of luck to you. <laughs> At least they were polite, I suppose. <laughs> Um, oh my god and it just keeps going so um what just... is wrong with people seriously like i don't go to a doc i don't go to a doctor and go doctor i've got this lump and he goes 
Mm, I've never had a lump before, so I can't really help you. Like, just... People... I just don't understand the point. I do not understand the point of doing that. Mm. Um, so... There we go, Sakura. Though they are my... Uh, they were your Angry Man reviews? They're my Angry Man reviews for this week. <laughs> very good, sir. Very good, sir. Okay, so we've got another new segment, everyone. Oh, what a treat! And what a treat we've done for you this week. Um, it's a segment that we like to title Storytime with Sam. Now gather round, everyone. I'm going to tell you a couple of stories, mainly about being people being assholes or not, and we're going to have a little dive in and see who is the asshole and who's not. Oh, go on then. Okay, right. Now I'm going to give you the option here, Matt. I'm going to read out five titles, <laughs> okay. and I want you to pick one that I am going to then read out, and we'll jump in. Um, and then after we've done that, you can pick the second one as well. I didn't know you were going to do this, so surprise. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> okay, so the first one is, uh, am I the arsehole? She said I overreact- overreacted. Mm-hmm. The second one is, am I the arsehole for jokingly asking my wife if she had some romantic history with a man we saw at a party whom she would not stop calling awkward? Okay. The third one is, am I the arsehole for applauding my neighbour's nighttime activities? Oh my god. Okay, well I instantly am drawn to that one, but go on. Number four is Am I the arsehole for catfishing my underage sister on Tinder and humiliating her in order to teach her a lesson? And the final option is Am I the arsehole for ruining my father's life today? I think you know which one I'm gonna go for to go. Nighttime activities? Yeah, we'll come back to the other ones in uh, in other okay. in other episodes. Oh, we, we could probably got, this is quite a small one, so we've probably got time to throw in another one after. Uh, we'll see what we're, how we're doing. Okay. So, am I the arsehole for applauding my neighbour's nighttime activities? A few nights ago, my wife and I were woken up by the neighbours in the apartment above ours very explicitly and loudly trying to expand their family. <laughs> a lovely, polite way of putting it. <laughs> never heard of a vagina called family before but yeah <laughs> go on go on that was horrific i'm so sorry <laughs> equally i'm not so a few nights ago my wife and i were woken up by the neighbors in the apartment above ours very explicitly and loudly trying to expand their family <laughs> very good they must have been going at it for an hour wow. and it was fairly frustrating as i had work the next day after they were done i played an applause track through my bluetooth speaker <laughs> <laughs> held it over to the ceiling to try and make them aware of the relative thinness of the floor my god that's genius I found out today they've reported me to management for harassment. So Reddit, am I the arsehole? Absolutely fantastic. That is the best thing I've ever heard. Oh, that's me clapping, not the sound of the neighbours having sex. <clears throat> I mean, I, 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 I can answer this question straight away, so brother. 
This person is not an arsehole. This person is a legend. He's a hero. He's an absolute hero. That is... That's incredible. Honestly, it is. I don't think we've had such an easy story like this before. No, definitely not the arsehole. Um, Obviously, okay, people have sex. We understand. But the reaction... I would have just, if I were the neighbours in question, I wouldn't have reported him for harassment. I would have bought him like a full pack of beer and said, thank you for the applause. I, I really appreciate it. Picks up my ego even more. <laughs> I felt like I did a good job too. <laughs> well, especially an hour. So, I mean, you know. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That that screams Chafe City to me, but we will talk about that. <laughs> oh, wow. um, that, was, that was brilliant. However, I'm not, there were, there were, uh, where was it? There was 1.2 thousand comments on this. God. Would you like to hear my favourite one? Um, so this actually led to like a chain of a few messages. But this is my favourite thread, okay? And I, I can honestly say for the hours and hours and hours, and I mean that literally hours of, of searching through Reddit I've done so far for the podcast, this is my favourite thread. I'm intrigued. Okay. So one is not the arsehole. I think I would have done the same thing. While the other half would have been doing his best Mortal Kombat, finish him impression at the top of his lungs. Either that or making, either that or making noises to join him with them. Oh no! Someone then people were like, obviously like, sorry. People then commented on that thread saying, um, one said. I didn't know until this very moment how deeply the Mortal Kombat soundtrack was embedded in my mind. But the cherry on the top of the this cake is... So on Reddit, you can basically like send stickers to people and like you actually pay for the stickers to go through to people to like yeah. say how well, well done they did. This yeah. comment has got a few stickers next to it because it reads... I would have kicked down the door and shouted, Player 3 has entered the game! Oh my god. Oh. Uh, see, this is, this is, this is, this is, uh, I, don't, I don't know how many times I need to say this is. You have two types of people in this world, so brother. You have people with humour that is actually genuinely fantastic. Yeah. And you have people that go and panic by fuel. This, this, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to lie. Um, if the next time they started to um, to go at it again, I would definitely um, jump in with the round two. I can imagine you doing that as well. No, nah, no. Nah, to be fair, if, if I was the person in that situation and I like, heard it, um, the, an hour is, yeah, depending on how loud it was, I probably would have done the same thing. I, I am that kind of arsehole. In uni, um, oh, God. In uni, if someone in our, um, like, like uh, flat, so I was in a shared flat, so if, if someone in our flat was having sex, like Marvin Gaye would be coming out. <laughs> we, we'd give them the soundtrack, soundtrack of a lifetime. To, Fantastic. Uh, have, what was it, nighttime activities too? Nighttime activities. <laughs> oh, I love that. That was brilliant. So, I love that one. Fair play to that. Um, <laughs> That's so proper cra- clapping again, everyone, don't worry. That was just brilliant. Um, okay, so 
Which ones of the other ones? Did you want the titles again? Uh, so we'll take we'll take you pick one that's relatively a smaller ish. Uh, I do not have the facilities for that. Uh, we'll jump in with the overreacting one. Actually, no, we won't. We won't do that one. We'll save that for next week. We are going to go in with. Am I the arsehole for catfishing my underage sister on Tinder and humiliating her in order to teach her a lesson? Go on. Last week, I was using my sister Ashley's phone because mine was dead and I needed to call a friend to confirm plans. Dialing my friend's number, I saw a Tinder notification of some dude messaging her. Is it American by any chance? It is. Thought it would be. Immediately, I asked why my 17-year-old sister is on Tinder, and she grabbed her phone back and said, none of your business. <laughs> okay. I think we all know why his 17-year-old sister's on Tinder. But okay. Come on. I decided that I wanted to have a little fun with this. I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she's just fucking for fun. <sighs> so I didn't want to go straight into ratting her out to our parents. To test if she was just using it for fun, I decided I was going to make a Tinder profile of someone else and message her to see if she responds. I asked a good friend from back in college, who happens to be a male model, Kevin, a male model called Kevin. Good old Kevin. If I like he, him already. <laughs> God, Kev. Uh, if he'd mind, if he minded if I used his photos and explained the whole situation to him, mm-hmm. he thought it would be hilarious and Thomas go for it. Kev is bad influence. I created the account, set my age to 22, set my swipe radius to a mile, and quickly found my sister's account. Her age was set to 19. Lie, she's still in high school. Oh my god. The emphasis was because um, Opie has put that in bold. Mm. So, lie, she's, in, she's still in high school. <laughs> so I was definitely more suspicious of her now. I super liked and in less than an hour, she matched the message. So on Tinder, for those of you who uh, have been lucky enough not to have to deal with Tinder um, recently, so you have obviously swipe right for yes, swipe left for no, swipe up, and it's like super like, so you get um, higher up there, um, like stack to, for people to swipe through. Um, I decided to set up a date to a fancy restaurant downtown for Sunday afternoon and told her we could, air quotes, head to my place afterwards oh lovely more nighttime activities matter oh, what is it with this podcast and nighttime activities <laughs> it's all me i'm so sorry yeah. she was completely receptive and said she'd meet me there she told our parents she was hanging out with one of her track friends and would spend the night at her place after she left i told our parents everything and showed them all of the messages they were pissed and I suggested we all go to the restaurant. My dad and I just went instead and saw her sat at the table alone, all dolled up, waiting for Jim. My dad went up to her and said, Jim's not coming. And she screamed and asked what we were doing there. <laughs> oh, you can kind of imagine it, can't you? It's like a Netflix documentary, this. Mm. I mean, no, not a doc- documentary, a drama series, sorry. <laughs> This is definitely not a documentary. 
<laughs> my dad went up to her and said, Jim's not coming. And she screamed and asked what we were doing there. I told her that there was no Jim and that it was fucking stupid of her to be trying to meet grown men on Tinder at her age. My dad harped on to that and lectured her on lying and meeting strange men on the internet and being so willing to go back to a stranger's place. We were a bit loud, so people started to look at us, and my sister eventually burst into tears and ran out. I told my friends in a group chat the situation. They all agreed that it was hysterical, except two of my female friends who said I was a fucking dick and cruel to her. My other friends defended me and said she needs to be taught a lesson. I'm just wondering, who's right and if I went too far? Well. Well, well, well. Um, I'm in two minds about this, actually. Um, I kind of think that maybe there was a better way to deal with it rather than it being so so public. Um, Yeah. However, at the same time, I suppose in that kind of situation, you do need to make a point. Um, And I mean, she's not going to be forgetting that in a in a while, is she? No. Um, But yeah, I I kind of agree that yeah, you know. I'm not excusing the fact of what she's done in the first place, but maybe it would have been better for them to have it a bit more of a quiet discussion rather than, you know, all guns blazing in a restaurant. Um, Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's... um, Obviously, catfishing itself is such a bit of a hot topic when it comes to online online dating yeah anyway um so i think some of us can't even get catfished i'm sorry yeah uh, i've got nothing i yeah i haven't been catfished yet i've been stalked a few times but not catfished oh count yourself lucky what kind of stalkers (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) Sorry. Um, yeah, so I think uh, my personal opinion is yes, that's a dick move. Like, really, it's it's the it's the humi- it's the humiliation. I think, and I think you could have had you could approach it in a much better way of of talking to people and just opening a conversation rather than diving in and coming up with an elaborate. It's a trap, isn't it? You're trapping your yeah. your sister, and it's it's the whole reasoning behind doing this isn't to be like you're 17 years old, you're a minor, stop being on Tinder. It's more, he's done it because he thinks it'd be fucking hilarious. He's told all of his mates afterwards and he's laughing and joking about it. Sounds like a bit of a lad lad, you know. Yeah. Oh, look what I did, you know. So funny, I'm a man, you know. Yeah, I think it's just wrong because this is in America as well. So the legal age in America is 18, I believe. I don't know. All the the stories we've ever done. (laughs) American. Personally, uh, 18 is too young. So it's just the fact that they're like, oh, you know, the dad's like talking about why are you lying uh, and to meet strange men on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's difficult for me to sit here and say I would react differently in that situation. Yeah. Um, I think the problem is as well is, is obviously we neither of us are. are our parents so I think we can 
automatically assume one thing but I think when you're a parent and you feel that you know your your bond with your child is is so Mm. precious that yeah yeah of course anything to happen to them um that's that's it exactly and we come back to it she is a minor like she is underage Mm. and she's arranging to meet up with someone where Jim they said was 22 that fake Jim obviously was 22 I think yeah it's um yeah there isn't there's an edit matter oh okay um so it reads yes when I asked if she wanted to go to my place afterwards it was heavily implied that she would have had sex with Jim that's why I went to the extent I did all right after reading these judgments I came to the conclusion that I'm the arsehole but I'm the arsehole she needed if anything she knows not to be a complete moron when finding people to hook up with on Tinder. And to those people who said that she'll never speak to me again, we've just finished playing FIFA for the last hour or so. <laughs> Fair play. The only thing that I, I, I will come back to is I think, you know, I, I feel like this is going to traumatise her. This was two years ago. So if we're thinking about two years ago, 17, so she's now 19, she's in a position where she would be wanting to go out into the dating world mm. okay there are still restrictions for covid and the only way that you could meet people after she turned of age would have been through tinder and dating apps but because of this she would have been way too traumatized to do it yeah yeah that is true i um, feel i do feel for her i mean it's the humiliation side that i feel for um yeah yeah, they, I mean, like I said, it could have been dealt with in a possibly slightly better way. Um, yeah. But at the same time, was it maybe what she needed to sort of realise that maybe that wasn't OK? Yeah, I mean, I've got obviously I've got a younger brother. So I think if I were to put myself in an older sibling role and, and you probably might agree with me on this, mm-hmm. if when my brother was underage, I found him on dating apps trying to hook up with people um, to that, like, older. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, there's a four-year age gap between me and my brother, so this person would have been a year older than me. Mm-hmm. I think I wouldn't have, definitely would have gone down the accumulation route. My reaction yeah. would have been kind of have a go at him then explain to him the dangers and how dangerous it is to be meeting with people, explain that he's underage and go into that. And then if he still wasn't listening to me, I would have, I would have gone to my parents and said, look, show them, the, show them Tinder on his phone and said, look, can you have a word with, with him? Because, you know, this is wrong. And anyone that he does eventually have sex with, he's lying to their about age. They will this go is, to jail. If, if I could just... This is the problem with the day and age that we live in now is online dating can has the potential to be so dangerous. Yeah. I mean, Uh, no, you're absolutely right. For example, and you know this, every time I go on a date, every time I go anywhere with anyone I meet online, I have an iPhone. So my iPhone is set for about five different people to track my location at all times mm-hmm. so i text those people before i go on the on the date and say look i'm i've I'm, I'm about to go on a date 
with a girl I've met from insert dating app here can you just every once in a while just check find my iPhone and if you haven't heard from me by x time then just double check if I'm home or not yeah well, it's the same you know we've been in the situation where you know I went with you as, as far as somewhere yeah um and then I also the following day came not no, picked you up from, from yeah. the place but you know make sure that you 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 know got back safely yeah. um also i just want to say if anyone listening wants help setting up the automatic location tracking on their phone get in touch i will happily walk you through it because it's the best thing just because you don't have to send your life location it doesn't expire after a certain amount of time and yep. if your phone dies it will still um, last recorded yeah it'll send yeah. your last recorded location to people for up to i think it was like 24 hours or something so if you want help get in touch yeah definitely i mean i've got it on, on my phone now um and obviously uh i have, I have sam set on it um i've also got my brother set on it i mean he's only 13 turning 14 this is he 14 yeah. is he 13 oh i don't even know how old he is <laughs> um but yeah he's still quite young um but i've, I've got him set uh, i'm on it so i can see where he is at any point uh, yeah. just so i can make sure he's not you know causing trouble yeah um but it's, it's, it's so definitely important. a great thing to have. I don't know if they have something similar on Android or not. Um, I, I know that WhatsApp do a, you can um, you can send someone your location on WhatsApp, but you have to physically be able to send that. So for example, if you were out and you were like, um, and you're talking to this person, the talks were going to be going back to their place, you'd have to physically go on your phone and send it. And sometimes after being in that situation, you don't always have the opportunity to, get on your phone and text people yeah. because you're in the moment on a date but yeah. you don't so at the end of the day you don't know who you're going to be going home with so like you know who you're going home with obviously but you don't know if there's something they're hiding from you and you're going to be trapped in a dungeon or something I don't know <laughs> but what kind of things have you been on a girl well <laughs> yeah so it's such an important bit of, I, I think it's really important and especially if you're single dating even if you're not even if you're in a relationship and you just want to um your girlfriend for example is going out girlfriend fiance wife boyfriend going out and you just want to make sure that they get home safe and you're not in the same city as them it's you know when you go out sometimes you don't text people to say you're home safe if you can see if they're home safe or not it's just yeah i can't i i honestly i'm quite passionate about it because safety is paramount in these situations 100 percent, 100 percent. that was a good story that one so cover yeah it got in got a little bit ranty towards the end didn't it <laughs> yeah well i mean sometimes you have to though don't you that's uh, that's the thing but that is all we've got time for this week folks oh no i know i know but if if you want to hear more from me and matt tune in next week we come back with another podcast Indeed, I believe we've actually got a special guest next week. So, right. we do, it. we do have a special guest next week, Matt Dyer. Uh, Matt Dyer, our special guest next week is Tramon. It is special guest Glenn. He's finally going to be among us. Finally, finally. Uh, we we actually think that Glenn has a world record for being the most mentioned special guest on a podcast that has reached international proportions. 
and has never actually appeared. I mean, even when we were doing the YouTube channel, he was mentioned as special guest Glenn, but he never actually appeared. <laughs> and that was 20, you know, the worst, 2015. You know what the worst part about that was? We actually recorded footage with Glenn. Oh, and, and then we deleted chose it. Not to, <laughs> not to upload it. <laughs> but yes, next week we have got a special guest on our good, good friend Glenn. Uh, so stay tuned for that one. Indeed. And if next week is just too far away and you just want to get in touch with us well you can do that too matt what's the details well we have an instagram and our insta handle is sound antics um we also have a twitter and it's at summer podcast Mm -hmm. and if you really want to write us an email we've also got an email and it's uh sound antics podcast at gmail.com Thank you. Thank you. Please get in touch, guys. We are loving you guys get in touch. Um, and this week we will be being quite active on our story just because we are looking for people to come onto the podcast for a special, special podcast we have on the 10th of October. Yep. It's World Mental Health Day um, on the 10th of October. And as part of that, we will be releasing a special probably extended podcast um and going across all things mental health um possibly delving into our own mental health as well so Mm -hmm. bring the tissues along for that because it could be quite sad but yes so there will be that special podcast on the 10th of october um and the details to how to become a part of that podcast will be on our instagram until then we hope to chat to you guys next week We'll